Hey y'all, welcome to Couture Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Steele. Welcome back to the Couture Conversations podcast. This is episode 17. This episode is all about the details in deciding whether or not a customer is going to want to make a purchase. There's so many things that go into this, but this conversation was prompted with a conversation I was having with a very dear friend here in Dallas. Her and I were talking about an experience she had recently online shopping and how there wasn't enough detailed information about the fabric of the pair of pants she wanted to buy had on their website. And the pants were a little over $200, but she didn't feel confident enough to actually make the purchase because there wasn't enough detailed information about the products. She didn't want to spend that amount of money just to have to send the pants back or exchange them in the store. The challenge is, especially on the retailer side of things, when you're deciding what information you want to share on your website while people are shopping, you don't want to provide too much information, but you also don't want to have too little information either because both situations are a bit unappealing for the buyer at hand. It brings me back to a personal story of mine when I was just starting to work in the e-commerce fashion world. I was working for a corporate retailer and I was writing all of the descriptions for the online products being sold for this specific company. And while I was creating these descriptions, there were a lot of details that went into creating a description for each and every single item being sold. Taking aside the catchy or the statement that's a hook to draw you in, such as the actual product description where it tells you all about the black leather and the antique silver-toned hardware or the microfiber lining with suede-like finish and 18-karat gold opposed to 14-karat gold, all the things that you need to know to describe the product that you're purchasing. But the problem is, is that when a customer who has no background in fashion is reading these descriptions, going into detail about the construction and the information about the product, whenever a company is sharing information such as the contents that make up the item, the most common thing is fabric where something is, you know, 100% cotton versus 100% viscose or 50% polyester and so on and so forth. Those details, while to the retailer, they may seem very important to share. However, I would wager that the majority of people who don't have a fashion background are unaware of the differences that those contents make up. So when my friend was shopping and she was looking at the details of these pants, the retailer shared the percents of what the item was made up of. However, what wasn't shared was the details into the fit of how this garment, because of what it was constructed and made out of, how it was going to fit differently than a product that had 
completely different components of what the fabric was constructed of. So what I mean is stretchy pants fit a lot different (laughs) than a 100% cotton-made denim. If anyone has tried to sit down in some stiff jeans, they definitely know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So circling back to the challenge that the retailer has is how much information is too much information and how much information is just enough to educate and entice the person to want to buy this. Another layer of consideration that always needs to take place is that men and women shop very differently. (laughs) The majority of women, and I cannot speak to all because I actually don't do this all the time either. However, women are more likely to shop around and window shop a lot more than men window shop on average, statistically. And that comes from one of my favorite books, um, Why People Buy. So, and I'll tag it in this and the write-up of this podcast. But because men and women occasion shop very differently, the descriptions and the information shared also needs to be catered to who's buying this product. Have you ever gone to a website and there's so much content to read, it's a bit overwhelming, And on the flip side, have you ever been to a website where you really loved the product that you're looking at, but so little information is provided, you don't know what you're really getting? Either side, a purchase may not be made. When I was writing these descriptions for the products online at this job, I remember trying to be as creative as possible in my descriptions to entice the person or the buyer to actually make a purchase. When in reality, what really entices people to make a purchase online is if you're able to educate them about what you're selling. When you go in a store and the person who you're working with, the sales specialist, is talking to you, they're not going to say to you, these pants are made of X, Y, and Z contents. What they're going to say to you is, this waistband is really forgiving. When you sit down, it will breathe with you. Or they'll say something like, this pant right here doesn't give a lot of stretch, so you definitely want to size down in this or size up, depending upon what happens once you wash it or once you start wearing it. The most common example are linen pants, where you always want to size down in a pair of linen pants because they stretch out because of how the components of linen is made up of. It stretches out when you wear it. So size down. That information is valuable and why luxury customers like an in-person experience because they get that information that's necessary in order to make an educated purchase. When I'm working with clients of mine, I look at a couple of things. First, how can you captivate your customers in order to want to make a purchase? And second, what information and how can you educate them in order to be confident about their purchase. The description of the item needs to be captivating. That's the piece where you hook them in and they read about it and they say, wow, this sounds really cool. And then the information below it needs to be the education piece of telling this person that's going to be buying this what is so important they need to know in order to make that purchase sound. So either they don't abandon their cart, which those statistics are nuts. I think I'll have to do a whole podcast episode on that. 
but they won't abandon their cart because they won't be weary of their deciding, or they have to end up returning the product because it didn't fit right, or it didn't look like it was photographed or described in the online description and online photo. There are several retailers out there that do an exceptional job of showing visuals and educating their customer on how this garment truly is going to look, feel, and perform in person. And it's why they're leading the way in the virtual selling environment, especially in the virtual selling in the luxury market. They've tapped into these two different elements, captivation and education. It's not enough to just have a beautiful photo of whatever you're selling or to have a very well-written description of an item. You have to discern the differences between the items that you're selling, especially sharing information that's going to add value to this person's experience. I'm sure you can probably think of a buying experience where you did a bunch of research, you read all about the product, you compared it to other items in that store potentially, or compared it against one of their competitors that sold something similar. And online, because you couldn't try it on at the time, or you couldn't see it on your hand or anything like that, you made the best decision you could based of what you read. You get the product, it arrives at your front door, and it's nothing that you expected. It doesn't fit the way that you wanted it to fit, and you're a bit dissatisfied. I know I have my own example of this. I was shopping for a dress for a wedding that I was going to be going to over the summer. I went to this retailer's online store, and I purchased an item. And I was in between sizes based on their size chart, and I wasn't 100% sure. And they didn't have a chat box function, so I just made my best educated guess. Unfortunately, the dress did not fit as expected, so I took it back to the store. While I was returning it, the sales specialist started to educate me on why I should have sized up in this dress because of how it was constructed. Now, a lot of retailers do have an accurate size chart that tells you if an item runs small, runs big, so on and so forth. However, you are your own unique body type, right? And just knowing some intricate details to decide what's going to be best for you is really going to help the experience. One particular brand that I admire greatly, especially talking about pants, since this episode started with talking about pants, a pants retailer that I do admire that does a great job of showing the different body types, showing the different fits, talking about what best body type fits into what particular pants is actually Khloe Kardashian's um, pants, Good American. She does a phenomenal job at this. It is something that she learned that she needed based on her own shopping experience being a beautifully curvy woman. The challenge is, is that many retailers, especially smaller luxury brands, they don't know how to imitate that in their own way where the customer will benefit from these bits of knowledge, or they don't offer 18 pairs of different selections of pants to compare against another, especially in the Hokator world, where everything is made to measure in custom. But thinking about the details that you would say in person to someone 
opposed to what's provided online seems a bit weird, doesn't it? Could you imagine a sales specialist coming up to you and saying, this top is 22.2 centimeters in length? (laughs) As much as that's valuable information to share online, it would be way more valuable to see this top on a model in a video, to then share the model's sizing, and also giving another sized model as a reference point. One of the biggest challenges that online retailers have is that it's hard for the consumer to imagine themselves in an item, in a garment, when the models don't are not the same size as them. But this goes with buying anything online, really. If you're talking about the jewelry industry and you're looking to buy a necklace for someone and you're not sure if you should buy a 12-inch chain or a 14-inch chain for the beautiful diamond necklace you want to buy for your mother, for example. What on earth is the difference between those two? What does it look like? How do I know the size of my mother's neck (laughs) to figure out what size chain I should get? These are the kind of questions that consumers are asking themselves. And in many cases, the information and the details around this are not provided on a website. Many times, whenever a woman is making a buying decision, nine times out of 10, if they don't like the way something looks, they're going to move on to the next item. But if they look at it for a little while, they read the description, they're like, hmm, actually gives a little at the waist, comfortable to travel in, styles well with this and that, you know what, I actually have something like this and that at home that that would look really great with. And they won't abandon that cart. They'll make that purchase because that online store was able to relate that item that they're selling and make it real for something that's in that person's closet already. And that is the beauty of what sales specialists do in person. And what I train online sales specialists to do when they're helping their customers in a virtual setting. So whenever you're shopping online, I want you guys to pay attention to how the brand is educating you about what they're selling. And if you're able to make a great buying decision based on the details shared. And if you're a retailer creating these details, these descriptions to entice captivation and purchase, What can you share about the construction? What can you share about what is necessary for a customer to know as if you were in person? Even though online shopping is an anonymous experience, it no longer has to be anonymous. But if you don't have a chat box up on your website yet and you're not using it to drive sales with trained sales professionals, then there are other ways of captivating your buying audience through education on the items that you're selling. It's what my company does for many luxury retailers. But most importantly, what I want to leave y'all with is every single person who's making a purchase has a reason as to why they're purchasing what they're purchasing. And when a retailer is creating a description, providing details, They need to tap into what that reason is and provide value through education. And when a consumer is making that purchase, they know why they're buying it and they know what they're looking for and what that information is. And if they don't find it, they'll find it somewhere else. 
and they'll tell their friend about it <laughs> over dinner, just like my friend did. So the details are ultimately what help and, in my opinion, solidify an online purchase being made. And the deciding factor, if someone is going to abandon that cart or move on to a competitor. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode on the details and deciding, and I will talk to y'all next week. 